Should Christians go to church? We're going to be answering that question in today's episode. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Finding Common Ground. We talk about various issues and topics going on in the world, but from a biblical perspective, where we allow the Word of God to be our standard. As always, guys, thank you again for tuning in to another episode. Can't say enough how much this support means. And let's get into today's episode. So this is a question I get a lot is like when Christians say, why do I, or not Christians, but or some Christians say, why do I have to go to church? And then you get the old um, objection that, you know, the church is in a building. And uh, that's true, the church is in a building, but I think when people say this, they're kind of alluding to the fact that uh, they, I think sometimes it's they just don't want to go to church, and other times there may be some church hurt behind it. And so today I figured it would be a good, good, good as day as any to talk about why Christians should go to church, or why as Christians we should go to church. And uh, I'm gonna, probably going to take more of a, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to take a different approach to the topic than I know uh, most people go. Uh, but we're going to look at a few different reasons for why I say, uh, as Christians, or why I think the Bible tells us we need to go to church, but also some practical reasons as well. And so real quick, just want to give a story, uh, talk about my own story and walk when it came to church and uh, what all that was. So for me growing up, church was not an option. So growing up, I had to always go to church. Um, I mean, it wasn't a negative thing, but it, w- it was very much so like we're going to church on Sunday. Like you don't have uh, you don't have a choice. And so I think like most people, when I got to college and when I wasn't forced to go anymore, I just stopped going. But um, I think growing up, it was more of just the I think a lot of the times it was uh, just different dynamics at my church. Like we didn't always have a, we didn't have any like what's the word? A young adult high school ministry it was always. For us, it was children's ministry, so real little, so elementary school. And then once you got out of elementary school, you were just with the adults. So I think it had its benefits, but it just also wasn't uh, the ministries weren't there that were kind of drawing me in. But also, was I really engaged in wanting to wanting that? Not really. So uh, there was a lot of different factors. But anyway, so when I was in college, when I didn't wasn't forced to go, I kind of stopped uh, going to church, and I never really looked into why. I would always say you don't have to be, go to church. Uh, to be a Christian, which is, I mean, which is true, but I think it's, you're looking, I think when you ask that question, you're looking at it the wrong way. And so kind of how I started to, uh, well, one, when I got more serious with my relationship with God, I started going to church more, but it was still out of like a formality, like I needed to go. And then around the time when 2020 hit with COVID and we weren't able to go, I think God really showed me uh, the value of having like like-minded people because uh, in that period, for me, it was like, a, I think for a, a lot of people, it was a period of isolation. And so you had to watch church or d- you didn't have that community. And a lot of it was online. But personally, I was cool with all of the online stuff as far as watching the sermon, because I really just go to hear the word anyway. And so I love watching sermons in, in my free time. And so for me, it was cool. But what was missing 
Uh, well, I didn't really know at the time. I didn't know anything was missing. I just felt like, cause like I said, I wasn't, I didn't go to church much in college. Uh, when I came back home, I would, but it wasn't a regular part of my Christian walk up until this point. So I really didn't know anything was missing until my church had a merger and I got involved as a pastoral intern there. And I saw uh, the benefits of being in a community, which changed my life. And so I think for a lot of people, when it comes to uh, the idea of should they go to church, um, a lot of people, like, I don't think we as Christians or as people do well with people telling you to, you have to do something and then they just say because, because God says so. So, like, same thing when it comes to, like, sex before uh, marriage. Why can't I do it? Well, because God says so. And so I think a lot of times when it comes to the concepts of church, it's like, oh, I have to go in order to be a good Christian. But I think that misses the that misses the point of why we actually do need to go to church, which go, leads into my first question of, or not my first question, my first point of why we need to go, go to church. And I think it starts in Ephesians 5, 27, or 25 through 27. It talks about uh, husbands love your wife as that Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So the first thing, uh, reason we need to take the church serious is because Christ died for the church. And so if Christ is willing to die for the church, uh, we don't, and we think we don't need to be a part of it. I think we're in uh, disagreement with Christ in that aspect. So the first part is uh, the church matters because it matters to God, so much so that he died for it. And verse 26 says that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot, wrinkle, or any such. And that's the ESV version. And so, again, when we're seeing that the church matters to Jesus, so much so that he's going to cleanse it, wash it clean, and uh, white as snow. And so Christ is coming back for his church, and he's going to redeem her. And so uh, the question is, are we going to be a part of that? Are we going to share in Christ's uh, love for the church, and are we going to serve uh, and be partnerships in that? And so I think the before we can get to, like, the practical reasons, I think the initial reason we should go to church is because Christ, the church is important to Christ and it matters to him. And so if we love Christ, we should love what he loves. And if he loves the church, we also should love the church and be a part of it. And I also think that's why we shouldn't be so quick to like always cast the church in a negative light. I see on social media, I know there's a lot of church hurt, but sometimes I feel like the church is just being like uh, poo-pooed on and like people aren't liking the church or just hating on it or just pointing out the flaws because there's flaws in every institution. Uh, the church is by no means perfect. Uh, but uh, neither is your job, neither is your uh, sports team, neither is any of those things that people uh, look into, look up to, and yet uh, they're not going as hard as they are for the church. So I think uh, when we understand that God loves the church, that Jesus loved the church, that he died for her, and he plans to come back and uh, redeem her, I think that will change our perspective on uh, the church in that respect. And so uh, a lot of people always say that when it comes to the church, you know, it's not a building uh, which is true. It's also not a single individual. Uh, we're called to be the body of Christ, and the body has various components to it. Uh, just think of the human body. Ear, we have ears, we have eyes, we have mouths, we have tongues, we have feet, we have arms, and uh, we are in. Uh, we need all of those things. And when one of those things is missing, the body doesn't function right. And so, th- just like the human body, we need the body of Christ, and we need every last one of us. And so. Uh, I have seen a funny meme on um, on uh, Instagram, and it showed this. There was a pack of zebras, and then there was a lion, and then there was a single zebra by himself. And, of course, the lion went after the single zebra. 
And I think a lot of times when it comes to uh, spiritual warfare, when it comes to Christians, the enemy is going to attack that Christian, but that's by themselves, not surrounding the community of like-minded believers who love the Lord. And so I think when it comes to uh, the church, the first practical reason is that uh, we have protection. When we're around other believers, we can get, uh, we can receive prayer from them. We can receive accountability, which I'm going to talk about later, but we also can see just their strength in numbers. And so the Christian that's by himself is an easy target for the enemy. And I was watching this documentary um, on Discovery Channel about SEALs. Uh, yeah, pretty random, but I was watching a documentary about SEALs. And they were on this, like, rock surface. And uh, as I was watching this documentary, I got this really cool insight about what I'm talking about now. Is these SEALs were on this, like, rock face slash cliff. And they were all somewhere on the rocks. And these baby SEALs were off down in the water. And all the adults, it was it was narrating it, all this, but the adult seals were up on the rocks and knew not to go in the water because there was like a shark swimming around. And so there was, the narrator was saying that the shark was looking for the baby seal. Uh, it was looking for the seals in the water, but it was looking for ones that couldn't swim as strong. And so when he, when he found the baby seal that was off in the water swimming by itself, of course it went and attacked and ate the seal. And so I think that's how the enemy operates I think when it comes to our understanding of the church, there's definitely a, a maturity that has to go into it when it comes to the church, uh, understanding, like I said, why the church is significant and why it's not just about attending the church and sitting there and going just because, but it's about why uh, God calls us to be in the church, to serve, uh, to love one another, to uh, lift each other up, to be there when um, when we don't have like, it's, it's literally like our, another family. So if you don't have family, the church is your family. And if you have family, the church is just an added family. And so you want to tell somebody, I mean, especially in America, we have a, we live in an individualistic society, and so where the individual is lifted up. But I think uh, it goes to show that with COVID and everyone being in isolation and the suicide rates increasing and still increasing, uh, that uh, people are lonely. And this idea that you don't need anybody uh, only lasts so long. God made us for a community, and so uh, I think it shows in nature, it shows in, uh, like, everyday life that we don't do life by ourselves well. And so uh, going back to the story with the seals, though, what's interesting is so once the, the baby, unfortunately, the baby seal got eaten up, uh, the whole group of seals uh, came and sh uh, fought the shark off. But I have some facts, which is interesting. So sharks can grow up to about, depending on, the, this is generic, but sharks can grow about 25. 20 feet long and 5,000 pounds. And these baby seals were about seven, seven to eight feet uh, on a good day, and they only weighed 300 pounds. But together, the baby seal by itself was eaten up by the shark, but together they were able to fight off the shark as a pack. And I think that's a great analogy when it comes to Christianity. Uh, we're, by ourselves, we're more susceptible to the enemy's attacks, but when we're together, we can pray for each other and we can uh, fight off the enemy, pray or however you want to think about it, but there's strength in numbers. And so when we're together, um, it's like that age-old, uh, what is it called? Uh, anyway, but when we're together, we stand a better uh, stand a better chance. And one of the things I learned at seminary here at DTS is that they always emphasize that Christianity is not meant to be done alone. And so that leads to my next reason why we need to go to church. So the first one is because Jesus cares for the church and he died for it. The second one was their strength in numbers, and that's what the story with the seals. But then also the third reason, again, which ties into the second point, was spiritual warfare. So the enemy is real. Like, just like that shark was looking for the baby shark that couldn't swim, that was uneasy, that was away from, too, way too far. The other part was that the baby seal was swimming too far from his pack. 
And so when we stray too far from the church, we stray too far from God, we are more susceptible. And just like that baby, that shark was looking for those baby seals to, that were where they weren't supposed to be and, with, and didn't lack the understanding that, hey, I need to be stay close to the rocks. I need to stay close with the adults. The enemy does the same thing for uh, those of us who are as mature in our faith and walk with God. And it takes humility, one, to understand that, but two, uh, other Christians, it's important for us to recognize that and build those people up and help encourage them into why they should go to church. And again, it's not because God says so, but it's because uh, of these reasons I'm listening uh, listening right now, currently. So moving into my next point, uh, that the next one is accountability. And so this was huge for me. So when I went to uh, Hope Elam, I had to write out goals for uh, what I wanted to happen during my internship. And so through those, after I wrote them out, I would meet with my pastor about every other week or I think three times a month, every other week, something like that, to go over these goals. And um, my pastor is pretty honest. And so when I wasn't always reaching them, I guess I did for the most part. But when there was like a stutter or something like that, <clears throat> having under knowing that I'm going to be accountable to somebody for this really encouraged me to uh, take my work seriously, uh, one, for God, but also to just that added layer that, hey, somebody's going to be watching over my work and making sure that the goals I set, I'm actually reaching. And so when it comes to our walk with God, we need that accountability from one another. And again, I think it's hard in our individualistic society in America. We just think like we have a problem with authority. If we root it back to uh, the, just how America started, we came away from England. And so I think there's just a backdrop of problems with authority. And so in, especially in the church, when it comes to having some, having to answer to somebody else, um, I think that's a, one, that's a root of pride, but two, I think that's very hard for a lot of people to accept, um, maybe due to, like I said, the cultural reasons, but also I think maybe due to some some hurts and some abuse as well. So that's why uh, you have to find the right church, but also um, when you do find the right church, you have to have the right heart, heart posture to uh, submit to that authority because that's what God, that's one of the reasons God has given us a church is so that we have accountability with one another. Moving on, the next point is character development. So this is kind of something I realized as well, but mainly when I came down to uh, to seminary. And so in seminary, I realized, uh, one, I found a really good group of friends uh, as far as um, community goes and like-minded believers, and that really started to change my perspective on hey, maybe church and community isn't a get-to, like a have-to-go, but maybe it's more of a get-to. And so that's one of the reasons uh, I'm making this podcast is that God, for me, like I said, I really wasn't really wasn't checking for church like that and early on in my walk with God, but uh, God really showed me the, the benefits of it, and I, I would be remiss if I didn't share those benefits with, with you all. And so um, anyway, so in seminary, I found a great group of friends, and God helped me to see that this is the community I'm talking about. And so uh, in church, it's that times 10 because you see your friend. Well, for me, I see my friends a decent amount, but in church, you're there, like, theoretically, if you go on Sunday and you go on Wednesday and you go during the extra events, you're going to be seeing these people a lot. And then if you get in a life group, you're with these people all the time. And so you just have that added layer of accountability, of support, of encouragement, of love. And uh, also character development. So when I was in my uh, internship, I did a lot of the, like, I guess you'd say, like, I won't call it grunt work, but just, like, ch pick picking up trash, uh, putting up tables, putting down tables, stuff like that, just regular serving work. 
uh, I did a prayer drive through and things like that. But it was just a lot of it God used to humble me and also build me into the person that uh, I'm becoming and that I am today. And so one of the reasons we need to go to church is to be made into the image of God. And so and we're one of the ways God does that is through serving. And so that's a huge part of our call is to be Christ-like. And so in the church, that's one of, one of God's mechanisms for making us like him is being a part of the church, serving, uh, doing things that you wouldn't otherwise do, and uh, putting others before yourself. And my last point is that uh, why we should go to church is that we are to be the light and that the church is one of the ways that God has chosen to uh, reveal himself to the world. And so we have a huge call to uh, be the church. Um, one of the sayings at my home church back in Iowa is that we're called to go and be the church. And so when you leave those walls, that's when you become the church. And so uh, they emphasize, again, it's not the building, but uh, we're also not forsaking the gathering either. Uh, there's a, It's an action step. And the reason the church is important is because, like I said, God has chosen it to, to use that to reveal himself to the world. And so when we are actively a part of the church, uh, we're reflecting God. Uh, when we're actively a part of the church and we're reflecting God uh, to those outside of it, um, God's getting the glory. People are able to see who God is when we are the hands and feet of Jesus. When we're giving out meals, when we're serving and meeting people's needs, uh, that is supposed to help them see that there is a God who's real, who loves them, and who cares for them. And so my prayer, um, just for everyone listening, uh, that you, if you enjoyed this, share it with your family and friends. But my prayer is that um, as Christians, we get to a place of maturity um, where uh, we stop thinking about things as I have to do this, I have to do that, and looking at them for the blessing that they are. I think it's a huge blessing that God has created a church um, and has given us a body of other people who uh, love him just as much as we do. And I know there's outliers. I know there's people who have church hurt. Uh, but you got to find the right church. you got to find the right place. And I'm praying for anyone who has experienced hurt, because uh, I did as well. But um, God helped me see we can't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Uh, there are bad people that do bad things in the church and in the name of God. But um, there are good, also equally good people who love the Lord and uh, who want to come beside you. And so we have to remain open to that. We have to remain uh, uh, diligent and use discernment into what, what church we go to. Uh, who we're following up under and who we're submitting to. Uh, but uh, God still calls us to do all those things, but we have to do it in a way that honors him and with uh, wisdom. And so my prayer just is that we uh, embody that, we understand that, and that we all uh, get to a place where, again, we see the church as a blessing and uh, something that God has given us. Um, and that's it for today's episode. I want to say thank you, everyone, again. If you've shared, if you enjoyed this message, share it with your family and friends. That always means a lot. And uh, maybe I'll do an episode on how to pick a church. Um, but for now, I think that's a good place to stop. I'm your host, Jeremiah Chandler, and you're listening to Finding Common Ground, where we unite where we can unite, divide when we must divide, but in all we do, keeping Christ at our side. Love you guys. Take care. <laughs>